Welcome to another episode of Clear and Oblivious NFL Podcast. Sorry, my voice is still absolutely fucked there. That's why you heard the, the weird yelping at the start there, like a hello. Uh, I am not an old hag uh, on the bro. Well, maybe I am. Uh, what another week in the NFL. Uh, we got some the usual shit coming up on the podcast, uh, but... Um, in, it, it was just a good week, bar me, because I am a fucking Steelers fan, and I'm still absolutely fuming about what happened and the changes made. Maybe by the time Wednesday comes out, uh, this will have changed and Matt Canna will be a fire, because I'm, uh, I'm recording this intro on Monday, you know. So maybe by the time this comes out, Matt Canna is gone. And if it is, and if he is gone, then I am going to be a very fucking happy boy, because I am... Um, I'm up to here. My hand's up above my head here. I'm up to here with it. All right? Um, yeah, we lost to the Houston Texans, which is... I mean, they don't look like they're that bad this year and everything. You know, like, they do have a lot of things, like, a lot of good players around, like Damon Pierce, that Tank Dell, and Nico Collins looking good, but especially CJ Stroud, who, out of all of the young quarterbacks, rookie quarterbacks, it looks like he's already... He is primetime Stroud, despite his boring name, primetime like him he looks like he's gonna be uh one of the better pickups uh in, in the nfl uh we have lost kenny pickett obviously for a long time there was a couple of other injuries matthew judon didn't look too good there when he went down for the patriots game the patriots also look very very poor against the dallas cowboys uh mac jones having a literal fucking nightmare you know when mac jones has a literal nightmare it's some of my favorite uh, it's one of my favorite things uh, because someone in the in the Discord I remember they joined the Patreon Discord. Uh, I think it was a guy. I think it was Thomas that said that uh, he compared Mac Jones to Owen Farrell. You know, but even though Owen Farrell obviously has talent, <laughs> but I, it, it's 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 spot on. It's one hundred percent. Uh, we had the Thursday night game. It was the Packers and the Lions. The Lions uh, fairly easily kind of did the Packers there, but they have a lot of lot of injuries, so we don't really know really where the Packers really are going to be like in a couple of weeks' time. It's hard to know if Jordan loves the guy, but he showed enough definitely in the first three games to, to keep him going. Uh, the Jaguars yesterday beat the Falcons 23-7. That was in the London game. Again, that looked that that was really bad. Desmond Ritter had one of the worst fucking halves I've ever seen in the NFL. And then fair play to him. He got it all together uh, uh, and basically got shit firing again. Uh, he only got seven points and they end up and they lost. But at least he showed a bit of fight. It even had a couple of people, you know, up in the box seats, uh, you know, kind of like, they were like they were giving out stink. I can't remember who was on the England game. I think I watched it on ITV. But basically, uh, the commentator was one half was just like he's absolutely dog shit, and then the second half like oh you know fair you know fair play to him. So it's good, good. At least he showed some fucking fight. Uh, Bijan Robinson's a fucking beast. See that there, little Eden ha- like Eden Hazard. Send you one way, send you for a fucking hot dog. The other, beautiful. Uh, looks like a real player. The Colts and the Rams played 29-23. It was uh, Puka Nakua, uh, who seems to be an absolute star. I wonder how he is going to do now when Cooper Cup comes back. Because when Cooper com- com- comes back, he's running all Cooper's like roots. And the whole thing is basically uh, developed. That whole offense seems to like, develop to let Cooper go through. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Cooper Cup. So I wonder what the, when, when Cooper Cup comes back. Will Puka be used as much? And even if he's used half as much, it's still fucking 
unbelievable what that guy's been pulling off. So Puka Nakua, he got that game-winning touchdown, I believe, in that game uh, to put away the Colts. 29-23. The Ravens uh, beat the Browns. Browns look like they're absolutely fucked. Uh, they had a new guy in the quarterback, DTR. I can't remember it was actually Stansford, so like, whatever. But DTR, uh, he spent more most of his time running backwards away from the flock of ravens that were ready to murder him at every opportunity ravens look decent browns don't look good bengals look real bad steelers look real bad ravens look like i can't tell if they're racking up wins here because it's a division thing or where they really stand at the moment Uh, and they will be playing the steelers next week which i feel like will be another win for them which will put them on will they be on four and one maybe uh or whatever it is but anyway uh panthers uh 13 vikings 21 uh vikings got that one together and finally got a win on the board uh the titans really hammered the bengals there wasn't much to say about that joe burrow has decided to become like a, a limp dick joe now as soon as he got his money man he's mesodozled the fucking thing just went off a cliff as soon as he got the money he was like ah my work here is done uh i'm sure he'll get it together uh, the Buccaneers beat the Saints. Nobody's really talking too much about Baker Mayfield. Uh, and I, I mean, as a Browns quarterback, I should hate the bastard, but I never fully hated him. I didn't think he was that great, but I also feel like he should be a starter in the NFL. Uh, I thought it was it didn't really work out for him at the Panthers, and I was kind of like, nah, maybe I'm wrong. But he's now showing some fucking shit there at the Buccaneers, and they, they did the, the Saints in. Uh, the Dolphins and the Bills. The Bills absolutely dismantled the Dolphins, forty-eight twenty. I was like hoping secretly they'd put up seventy because that would be, that would be top tier if the Bills beat them seventy twenty. But yeah, beat them by twenty-eight points, pretty convincingly too, uh, which was great work. Uh, and I was in a, bill, a bar full of Bills fans, and they were losing their fucking shit. So it was great. Uh, the Chicago Bears. Oh fucking no! Absolutely collapsed like an old woman's hip. Yeah. Fucking tire too. Uh, it just looks like they have got something going or together, and they've absolutely blown it against Russell Wilson's Russell Wilson, Sean Payton's struggling Broncos, uh, and that terrible defense. Uh, it's it quite spectacular. It's quite it's quite bearsy at this moment. They are basically the Tottenham Hotspur of the fucking NFL. Uh, and absolutely shanked it. So, uh, and they they did they basically dropped Chase Claypool onto the wheel. They well they they told him to stay at home. So obviously they're going to try and trade him already after giving the Steelers a second round pick. But uh, I don't think anybody's going to trade shit for that man at at the moment. So yeah, seems like he's got the wrong attitude. But I love the way that the Bears got rid of him. Went oh that'll do it. That'll get us going, and it never happened. Uh, the Eagles beat the Commanders. Unlucky for the Washington Commanders. I like the look of Sam Howell myself. I think he's got that, he's got a bit of sexy throws in him, you know, so Sam Howell, I, I'm on you, fair play to put up 31 points against that Eagles defense, uh, Raiders, Aiden O'Connell, everybody was kind of cheering him on at the end, but he just had, he, he shot it, and you could see, you could tell because the Raiders did a turnover on downs on Justin Herbert after like stamping on his hand and shit, it meant Aiden O'Connell, uh, it, it, you know what I mean, like Aiden O'Connell had a chance, he was the rookie stand-in for the injured Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, in the call, you know, people are like, oh, everybody started cheering, like, oh, he's got another chance. The only person that wasn't cheering was Aiden O'Connell, and I knew he wouldn't make it. He did make some good throws, but then that that the, the pick was pretty bad. Uh, so, but unfortunately, him, he looked actually quite good, 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 good showing. Uh, Cardinals absolutely blasted the 
49ers absolutely blasted the Cardinals. No shock there. Probably, I think, the best team in the NFL at the moment. I'm pretty sure they're them and the Eagles are the only unbeaten ones. As I said, Cowboys destroyed the Patriots and the Chiefs beat the Jets, but Zach Wilson showed some shit. Uh, I'm looking forward to the Seahawks-Giants game tonight because, again, this intro, the rest of it will be recorded on Wednesday, but I've got this intro and stuff. I have to have it ready to go, so I actually haven't seen it. So I could have just winged that and go, yeah, what a, what a, a solid victory for the Seahawks. It looked like I'm going to say, what a great 28-20. I'll go 28-20 victory for the Seahawks. <laughs> uh, and that's what it is. But next up, it's the Clear and Oblivious News. Welcome to the Clear and Oblivious News. Here are the headlines. Mike Jones was taken out of the Cowboys-Patriots games after playing so poorly that Bill Pelichick was seen in the car park afterward beating him with a sock full of Tom Brady's Super Bowl rings. Mike is said to be put down in the morning. Antonio Brown has been going for Matt Canada's juggler yet again on social media, this time posting other journalists' comments about the Steelers' offensive quarter to make him sound like his brain isn't just a dead hamster killed over a hamster wheel. The Steelers are set to be considering his offer. Kenny Pickett's Steelers' life as a quarterback is set to be as cut short as a newly outed lesbian's hair. He is recovering from a knee injury after putting it right through Matt Canada's skull. Tay-Tay and Travis's relationship is still blossoming into the world's greatest marketing scheme, with the Swifties and Kansas selling record merchandise. Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys are planning to do something similar with Dame Judy Dench. That's all for this week's Clear and Oblivious News. If you enjoy this podcast and want to get more involved, I have a Patreon account where you will get bonus short episodes during the week and access to our thriving Discord community, who discuss the games live, play games like fantasy football, and even drop topic suggestions for the bonus episodes. Join the Clear and Oblivious team at patreon.com forward slash clear and oblivious. Well, 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 back again. Um, as you can remember at the start of this episode, I said that I recorded this at the very start of the week, the intro, and uh, I was going to say I was going to be a very, very happy boy. It is now Thursday, uh, <clears throat> and the podcast is coming out here before the, basically the Thursday night game. Uh, and the reason that was going to happen was, uh, again, I was going to get Danny Ryan in. Now, if you're listening to the podcast all this season, you'll have heard me complaining about the fact that we can't get Danny Ryan on. He was supposed to be on week twos and we had to cancel. And then week three, we couldn't get him on at last second. There was a, I, I got sick or something like that. Then uh, week four, uh, we recorded an entire podcast and it was so much good fun. Like, uh, And then when I replayed it, his, his, his basically... Uh, his side of like the recording was all crackly and basically unusable and unsalvageable and I was like oh for the love of fucking god we are absolutely just cursed at this stage with everything so uh, today we finally got around it plenty of time for each other set it all up he checked it and he was just like I'm all good to go Uh, we get on the zoom call because you know he's living in Ireland so this one's not in person or anything like that and we start recording. I go, just check there, just before we do this, because I don't trust this for some reason, you know? And next thing, lo and behold, we started recording, and his his recorder goes crackly. 
Now we got really, uh, we got really fucking like, we got really like freaked out because basically, no matter how many times we tried to tried to any buttons or whatever, we couldn't get rid of this feedback. And then I told him, "Can you just start recording to yourself, like sitting at the other side of the room?" And he went over and started doing that, and he came back and he goes, "It's perfectly fine." So his recorder, which isn't recorded in, like it's not plugged into a laptop or it isn't plugged into his phone or whatever, is basically picking up radio waves from Zoom calls. We tried it on WhatsApp, um, and yeah, it didn't work. Uh, so here I am again, uh, unprepared. Had questions ready for Danny, and I'm going to basically have to answer the questions I've managed to write for Danny for myself. Uh, <laughs> what, what? I feel like at this stage, at the start of this thing, we've been cursed guest-wise. Uh, in terms of guests, I've been trying to. I've sent out a little DM, a slid in the old Scott Hansen's DMs to see if he'd be interested, or possibly maybe I'm going to try and get contact with Paddy Whelan. Is it Paddy Whelan, uh, the Green Bay Packers punter? See if I get anything on that. Um, recently, yeah, just yesterday, I did a, a podcast with Killian Sheridan from, used to play for Celtic, uh, which was a lot of fun, uh, out in Glasgow, uh, and I was asking him, did you watch NFL and stuff like that? And he was just like, nah, just the Super Bowl. Uh, so, yeah, I could have got him in, but he literally hasn't a fucking clue. Um, yeah, so the 5G thing, I, I say it's a 5G thing. I started telling Danny there when it didn't work that I believe it's one of those conspiracy theories. You know, like the, uh, I seen one that was, I seen one that was shared around when somebody, somebody messaged, like somebody put up screenshots of a conversation with their landlord where the landlord was basically like between three o'clock and five o'clock on October 4th, which was yesterday, I believe. We're going to have to like, turn off all the appliances in the house because 5g is going to turn people into basically mind-numbing zombies uh which is possibly one of the most fucked up stupid things i've ever seen in my life here i've actually got an, an article up about it because uh i'm going to go and try and find that landlord thing but i, I i'm going to start believing it i'm not going to actually start believing it because it was a day ago and there has been no zombies i feel like that would be in the fucking news by now um anyway Gina Shira here, this is on Twitter, turn off your cell phones on October 4th. The EBS is going to test the system using 5G. This will activate the Marburg virus in people who, who have been vaccinated and sadly turn them into zombies. And then I love that my favorite one, I've mentioned this a few times when the readers added context, there is no scientific basis whatsoever for the claim that a radio signal could activate a virus and that COVID-19 vaccines do not contain pathogens. Um, it, it, it's... It, it's absolute madness, basically. So here is the conversation I found it. I found it on thing. I just had to type into uh, Twitter there or Reddit. It's actually a Reddit thread uh, about the land. It's it's actually a, a, a quote comment on this person, Gina Shira, right? Uh, I'm mad into this conspiracy theory now. Uh, and I like to believe it, that that's what it is. It interfered with Danny Ryan's, <laughs> Danny Ryan's interview. And no, that's why we couldn't do the interview. Okay, so this is a message from the landlord to, and I'm just gonna imagine like me getting this as a as a tenant from my landlord. I'd be like, I'm moving out because I clearly live with a guy that believes the moon's made of fucking cheese or some shit. So Gary, landlord, everyone, not sure if you've heard, but there will be an emergency broadcast system in EBS this Wednesday at two twenty EST. It seems most don't know. I have been following this for the last few weeks, and the concern has been brewing, but it. A balloon about it. I was going to text everyone about it today, thinking just to suggest to avoid all communication devices, cell, computer, TV, and radio for everyone, especially for the COVID vaccine, for reasons I can't get into in this message, but I'm happy to elaborate with the links for any part of you wondering about it. Fuck me. Uh, 
But now we're also learning that even more neuro appliances may be at risk. Some may cause fires. Uh, <laughs> some may cause fires for, or fry all the appliances, etc. So we have decided, but not for only everybody's safety, but for the safety of all our multiple appliances we furnish the apartments with, to possibly have to replace nearly 100 appliances on Thursday doesn't sound like a risk we're willing to take. We're apologies for any inconvenience, but we feel in the interest interest for the whole building to be shut down for a brief two-hour two period Wednesday. This is for greater than the 24... <laughs> this is great... <laughs> right, sorry, right. Yes, I guarantee everyone in the release of notification, we intend to enter your apartment and shut off your power this time between, between 1.30 and 2. Then we will return and restore your power after 4 p.m. Frozen items should be fine if you leave the freezer closed. It is a solid... It's all a solid block of ice, keeping it nice and cold there. No worries. It'll be daylight for no, so no need for lights, etc. It is also recommended that you inform others of the situation. For the vax, it may even be potentially fatal. We apologize for the inconvenience. Good thing is it's only for a short two hours. And if you're here, if you are here, I highly recommend you just not turn the power off with your cell phone, Wi-Fi, cell reception, and all that type of shit. You don't want yourself pinging them all back. I wouldn't. E I would even wrap the phone in aluminium foil for safe measure. If you leave the premise during this time, I'd follow the same idea for cells. And you may also stay away from your computer, TV, radio that may be on. I wouldn't even look at any screens. Light can also be turned against us. Let me know if you want to discuss anything further. And this is the fucking funniest thing. This guy replied. Uh, I love this short reply. With a full stop so you know he's in trouble. Gary, I work from home. I cannot have my power shut off down for three hours. Full stop. Didn't even get into him. Gary replies, if the power went out during a storm, you'd be out of... <laughs> if you're be out of fucking work. Uh, sorry. That is basically it. Uh, I, I worry about the... I just worry about the world sometimes. Um, we should get into some uh, NFL news because there's... You know, I'd like to take the piss out of the, these people... Um, there's no real science beneath it. Mind you, the reason why this all came into my head was because I felt there was no science back and behind what happened Danny's thing, but we were sitting there confused as fuck about it. Uh, but yeah, I remember at the very start of this episode, I made a prediction that the Seahawks would win 28-20 against um, the New York Giants. I believe that was even more. It was a, it was a bigger one. Uh, than I had anticipated. Uh, it was 24-3, I believe, was the, the final score, uh, which was good for the old, uh, even though Geno Smith, who looks like an absolute madman these days, uh, just cut your hair, man. Just shave it all off, just like what I'm doing. Look at me, man, hard as fuck. Uh, yes, so this is going to be out on the Thursday. I'm recording this Thursday evening. It's about 6 o'clock here, so, uh, and I'll be up tonight to watch the Thursday night football, which uh, I'm glad isn't the Chiefs game because I'm somewhat sick of seeing uh, Taylor Swift news every 35 seconds. Uh, but anyway, it's going to be the Bears and Commanders, which uh, I don't mind as a matchup because I reckon like both these teams, it could get close. I think Washington's going to do it. Uh, I think Sam Howell's got the thing. They've got better players and the Bears tend to be a bit of a mess. And just when they look like they got it together this weekend, they managed to absolutely fuck it. shaft it. So I don't think... Uh, and this is why I wanted Danny on. He's a Packers fan. They they are reveling it. My brother, Packers fan, reveling in the whole fucking thing. But anyway, uh, the Bears are playing the Commanders tonight. I think that'll be a good, decent game, and I look forward to it. Uh, I hope Terry, big Scary Terry is going to get... Scary Terry is going to get two touchdowns, okay? Scary Terry McLaurin is going to get two touchdowns. And you know what? If he doesn't get two touchdowns, 
I promise to kill myself live on a clear and oblivious podcast in front of everyone. No, no, no two ways about it. I feel like every time I've done this, I've done this in a bowling alley recently, uh, when I've threatened to kill myself if I didn't get a strike, and then immediately got a strike. So if a Scary Terry does get two touchdowns tonight, I'm going to just freak out. If he doesn't, like, I probably won't uh, hurt myself. In case somebody's sitting there going, like, what type of a fucking podcast have I turned into? Uh, but yes, we've got all that. So primetime Thursday night football uh, is good. Uh, I remember at the start I said that maybe Kenny Pickett was dead and Matt Canada... Uh, will be gone hopefully by Thursday uh, when I'm recording this, the start of the episode. Uh, I got both of those wrong. Kenny Pickett is apparently absolutely fine and ready to play the Ravens at this weekend. Not that that's going to make a difference. He's going to get murdered and hurt anyway. Uh, but I love the fact that I think sometimes when people go down and hold their knees, I just don't think they're allowed to come back for a week because he's already, he gave me the fear of life and I don't want to see him next week. I don't want to see someone get absolutely crunched and be sitting there twitching and absolute useless and screaming in pain. I'm like, great, they're out for the season. I've already dealt with the fact that he's out for the season. Don't you come landing up here, Kenny, with your fucking knees all perfectly intact and think you could take on the Ravens. I want the Mitch show. I'm Mitch, I want Mitch Trubisky, right? <laughs> yeah. It's very sad being a Steelers fan. We're actually completely falling apart. There is... A, there's actually a rumor going around, and I don't know if you've seen this, that Matt Canada, I think it might have been debunked, and it probably isn't, but I like I like listening to it all the same, uh, that Matt Canada, who isn't hasn't been fucking sacked, who might who Mike Tomlin came out and went, ah, it's not really I meant like just you remember he said there's gonna be major changes. Basically that was just releasing someone off the practice squad and bringing in Des Des Fitzpatrick and Denzel Mims, uh, which isn't gonna help anything because it's everything else that's the fucking problem. Uh, you know, and the G Harris kind of pissed me off today, coming out going like, "Oh, it's not a coaching problem. It's a we're just playing soft." I'm like, "Stop being such a dickhead." You know, just shut your mouth. Don't say anything. We we all want you out. Anyway, Steelers offensive coordinator Matt Canada suspected of having a burner account. Uh, Matt Canada has something in common with the NAS, NAFC North rival. The embattles. Uh, the, the embattled Steeders offensive coordinator, 51, is being accused by fans of having a burner account, with one Pittsburgh-centric page going to great lengths to put the theory to test. On Tuesday, the ex-account Pickensburg uh, posted a video featuring the message from a user called Danny Football 77 who isn't following anyone and posted positive thoughts on Canada as he continued to draw the air of the fan base. Uh, and basically... Uh, Steelers Nation has found a new scapegoat. Wonder this is some of the tweets they were like, you know, uh, found a new scapegoat. Who's until the next guy's in the hot seat? Uh, basically, it's a load of pro thing. And somebody's basically typed in the the password. You know, if you get your password wrong and you send it, and it basically works out as you know, uh, m you know m a dot 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 till Matt Canada at the looks like at Steelers dot com. Uh, it's probably not. But I like to believe it is. In fact, I wish it was my candidate. It found out to be my candidate. And then everything was just him literally throwing absolutely everyone under the bus. Like properly, not like half arson it. Like properly going through. So yeah, my candidate is making an absolute arse of the Steelers. And I still have to go through it. And I have to play the, we have to play the Ravens this weekend. And I have to watch basically, it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be pretty. This is Newcastle United Fan Zone. What a week we've had in the Champions League. We've just beat Paris Saint-Germain 4-1. And all of this on the five-year anniversary that our owners cut up Jamal Khashoggi with a bone saw. 
But hey, Dan Burns scored. Newcastle, join the fairy tale. Yeah, so uh, we've got uh, some questions from the Patreon to, uh, to answer later on, a little bit later on in the old podcast. But very first of all, I'm going to my favorite TMZ to see if there's any news about the NFL. I find that TMZ really, uh, despite being an absolute fucking disaster, uh, tends to be... Uh, they're good for the old NFL, you know. Uh, I saw Evan Neal has lashed out at the Giants fans for calling them... Uh, he called them basically a bunch of... What is it? He called them. He called them bandwagoners. Uh, I've never seen anything funnier. You can't be a bandwagoner if your team's shite. You know, you can't just join. You can't. <laughs> you can't just jo- like become a massive Scunthorpe fan and go. I'm, I support Scunthorpe and you go. Ah, oh, you fucking glory hunter, jumping on the fucking bandwagon, are you? Uh, I presume. Uh, but yeah, I think he did apologize eventually about it all. Uh, it says here that a day after blasting Giants fans, Evan Neal is walking back the harsh comments, admitting he was out of line and he was attacking when he attacked the loyal fan base. I am wrong for lashing out at the fans who are just passionate and frustrated as I am. I let my frustrations and play and desire to win get the best out of me. I had no right to make the light of anyone's job and deeply regret it. That's right, because he, he mentioned that everybody was like, uh, uh, burger flippers or something. Yeah, I generally don't care. Why should I? Yeah, Evan... This is what he said. I don't care. He was chatting about basically criticism. I'm a National Football League player. The persons that commented on my performance, what does he do? He flip hot dogs and hamburgers somewhere? Um, which is obviously not on. Uh, but uh, very funny, nonetheless. So Evan Neal's having a real disaster on and off the pitch. Uh, but we'll see if he gets it together. He's only, what, 23 years old? Um other news, Tom Brady's uh, last game worn jersey, the last jersey he wore for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is going for two and a half, two point five million at an auction, which is uh, which is just insane. I hope somebody actually buys it and just fucking burns it. Uh, but yeah, uh, it, it, I don't know. I don't really get that thing. And I get collectors items and stuff like that. And I get people having too much money and just spending it on shit that they want. But like a Tom Brady. A Tom Brady, Tampa Bay, not even a Patriots one, maybe his first game uh, for two and a half million. Absolute fucking nonsense, uh, which is wild. Uh, Travis Kelsey uh, has recently came out and said that the NFL are overdoing it with the Taylor Swift coverage. Uh, the fucking, right, I have a problem with this, right? The fucking nerve of him. The absolute nerve of Travis Kelsey, you know, Mr. Pfizer, as Aaron Rodgers called him. <laughs> we'll get to that and that psychopath. But uh, I, yeah, Travis Kelsey is saying that basically that man has done nothing. But he's up celebrating, looking at the box. He's on this podcast talking about 24-7. You know, he's doing all the dressing up and the lyrics of her songs and stuff like that. And then the next thing, uh, inviting all of this and essentially then basically going like, I think the NFL is doing it too much when they showed her up in the thing. I think they are, but the fucking balls in this cunt. I think, um, uh, and i seen like the Minnesota, they're playing the Vikings next to the Chiefs. And I think the Minnesota, the Minneapolis mayor has already been like inviting Taylor Swift out to make sure. He just wants to make a spectacle basically of the whole city. Uh, look who fucking turned up. Uh, so that's going to be fucking funny. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, Aaron Rodgers killed him Mr. Pfizer, which was absolutely ridiculous. Damar Hamlin has come back for the Bills. Uh, he, he was mic'd up for his first game back. And when he won, he was like, we did it. And I didn't know if he was chatting to the players or was he just chatting to his own heart in case it fucking popped again. <laughs> I seen there, There's a lot of talk in the NFL as well about people fighting in the stadiums. 
uh, there's a lot like uh, videos going on a lot of people like kicking the living fuck out of each other and i see a lot of it in american sports and it seems to be a lot of women it seems to be a lot of women really kicking this shit you know in, in, in our back home you know if you're watching football it's just big massive ball dudes you know racist looking guys but in the nfl games it seems to be you know i love the nfl are going like this is far too much this is crazy and i'm like you just do not do you know like nfl fans i know there's americans listen to this you'll keep it going like look how mental the, the eagles fans are or the bills fans like you know tailgating they smash up a chair i know the eagles did smash up the city once i'm just like that's just a normal weekend in football you know like I just don't get it. Like you, 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 your players, your your fans aren't even segregated. You know, they're all on top of each other. No wonder they're fighting. Can you imagine if they weren't segregated in an actual football stadium? I went in Arsenal Newcastle recently, or maybe sorry, the end of last season, and in there I was like, I was in the Newcastle end, and I was like, all right, keep it down here, make sure nobody has, don't be wearing any fucking stuff on it. Uh, yeah, absolutely wild. I just, I don't, I don't get it. Like even PSG. Like, have you seen it, uh, Brits abroad, like, when they just throw a fucking deck chair through an Italian restaurant window? <laughs> uh, I know the Eagles fans are somewhat capable of it, and I know the Bills fans think they are. Uh, I actually watched the, I think I said, I mentioned this at the start, a lot of Bills fans I saw at the weekend, they were even doing it in Edinburgh. I don't know why there's so many Bills fans all around all of a sudden, but, uh, yeah, well, I suppose it's a good thing. Um yeah, I'm going to play a little video for you, a little bit of audio for you that uh, Gareth Wall sent me today. And it's basically someone online. Uh, this is quite funny. Someone online basically uh, was pretending to be Chris Collinsworth. Now, I love Chris Collinsworth, but you know the way he absolutely noshes off Patrick Mahomes after everything he does? Well, this this had this had me and Gareth fucking dying. Somebody's pretending to be Chris Collinsworth talking about Mahomes, and basically, I don't know if you know the play that they're talking about that they play during this because you're not going to obviously see the visual. Uh, there's a play that was uh, I think it was it wasn't DJ Reed was it basically from the Jets who ran at Mahomes at like 100 mile 100 miles an hour and then just completely missed him like like. Mahomes probably saw him coming, going, I'm about to get flattened. Next thing, just ran right past Mahomes, and Mahomes must have been like, well, I don't really know what happened there, but uh, I'll fucking take it, uh, <laughs> which was amazing. But I'm going to play this video for you. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, how did he avoid that sack? I mean, you would think with how big his fat tip and balls are, someone would be able to grab him and take him down. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm childish, but fat tipping balls and should be able to bring him down. It is very Chris Collinsworth. If you know who Chris Collinsworth is, you ha I love him, but he's the guy that keeps doing the... Now, here's a guy, like, well, before anything, now, here's a guy that shot up a school once, and you're like, Jesus Christ, there's other ways of putting this, Chris. Um, so, yeah, he, I'm not sure if he does Monday night, or does he do... I think he does Sunday night football. I'm not really sure who does the Thursday night football at the moment, but uh, I'll get back to you on that. Um very very funny and while we're on the, the the subject of videos i gotta put up the because i was talking about travis kelsey and stuff like that but uh, i i haven't really listened to the podcast because i feel like they might be annoying but i did see and i'm not sure that i even put this i might have put this on a patreon episode but i'm going to play the audio again from uh the kelsey brothers talking about a certain you know like about the Eagles, basically. You know those, like, ritual things where, like, at Arsenal, I know that you have to go up and sing a song and stuff like that, you know, as, like, a welcome to the team type of thing. So they do it in the NFL, obviously, with rookies and stuff like that, you know. Uh, like, you know, you have to... 
you have to rap when you're at Detroit. You know, you have to perform massage on Deshaun Watson if you're in the Browns, stuff like that. But uh, the Kels- Jason Kelsey talking about the Eagles one is amazing. Uh, I'm going to play this before this. And that's what it was when Doug was first there. We had a fullback who did the best joke I had ever heard when Doug Peterson was the coach. He gets up there in the middle of a team meeting, and he's like, all right, there's these three guys, and they're sitting around a table. First guy comes up, thinking to himself, he's you know what? I'm pretty fast. I think I'm so fast. I think I'm the fastest man in the world. So he goes out, they time him in the 40-yard dash, and he sends his time in to the Guinness Book of World Records. Second guy says, you know what? I'm tall. I'm so tall. I think I'm the tallest man in the world. So they get the measuring tape up, they measure him, they take a picture, and they send it off to the Guinness Book of World Records. The third guy says, you know what? I got a small d-. It's so small, I think it might be the smallest d- in the world. They take out a ruler, measure it, take a picture, send it off to the Guinness Book of World Records. They're sitting around a few weeks later, and the results come back. The first guy opens the letter. He's excited. I did it! I'm the fastest man in the world. Second guy rips open the letter. I did it! I'm the tallest man in the world! Third guy, getting excited, opens his letter, and he says, who the f*** is Doug Peterson? <laughs> Top tier stuff. I'm a big fan of that. Uh, I don't think we have too much uh, other NFL news at the moment. Uh, so let me see. Uh, let me let me see what we got here going on in the Discord. Which you think would be easier? Tackling Derek Henry, winning a jump ball against DeAndre Hopkins, or avoiding a sack from TJ Watt? Now this is this is this is going to be controversial from a Steelers fan, but I reckon my best chant would be like I ain't tackling Derrick Henry right like I used to play I played rugby before and one of the only times I ever got an injury was when I tried to tackle a guy who wasn't that big and I knocked myself out so we're going to rule out Derrick Henry because I'd stand there with my wee pads on you know we pull a piss down my left ankle you know cankles full of piss uh and he's going to run away. And I, in my head, I'm going to meet him like, you know, like Bobby Spillane did when he was playing for the Steelers on the on the goal line and flatten him. But he, even Bobby Spillane broke his own shoulder doing that. So can you imagine? I reckon I would look like Patty if I tried to, you know. I reckon if Derek H- Henry was standing still, you know. Actually, I reckon if Derek Henry was standing unbalanced, like on a basketball and I, he was to stand completely still holding the ball, and I was to run as full speed and hit him as hard as I can, I think I would still knock myself out and he would still be standing on the basketball completely unfazed about everything. Uh, winning a jump ball against DeAndre Hopkins? Nah. Well, I mean, like, what a height is DeAndre Hopkins? Uh, this one might be closer, but I also think I have absolutely no chance. But I'm just going to say DeAndre Hopkins' height. Let me see. So DeAndre Hopkins, not only... He, one one eight five. So what's that? So one eight five. I'm already one eighty. So and I, I'm not even like so one eight five. So he's still well. He's five centimeters tall. He's actually not as tall as I thought he was. He's probably just about six foot. But uh, the fact that I couldn't catch fucking shit when I did that let that trial with the Edinburgh Wolves, I reckon like I'm in a little bit of trouble. Uh, so no, I don't think I'm going to win that one either. Uh, I don't think I'd win it if even if I was stepping right in front of him and it was a low ball towards my groin. I still think he'd just he'd probably catch it somehow. Uh, avoiding a sack from TJ Watt, I think is the, my best chance, and I still don't think I have much of a chance. I mean, you know, I don't know. I think I could run away and maybe just get lucky on a juke. You know, or a, a jink one side and, you know, send him for a fucking hot dog. Uh, I highly doubt it. 
I mean, I reckon what's going to happen is again in my head, I'm going to have like a little juke move in my head. I'm like, I'll send this way, and then the last second, and then I'm going to just, I'm going to do the juke and realize it's good on nothing, and then I'm going to brace myself and go, Ooh! and then yet again, like much like the other situations, I would remain a patty. Basically, what I'm trying to say is uh, I'm fucked in all of these, but I'm going to take TJ Watt as my answer, which, and I'm so sorry, TJ. Yeah. So I'm so sorry, TJ. You're the answer that I am going to give. Uh, someone else in my Discord, is, by the way, you can join the Discord. I know you heard the plug earlier. We've got like a little community in there and they watch all the games together and there's podcast suggestions uh, that you can do like right now. We've got memes, uh, fantasy football chat, which is, you, you're going to be too late now to join the fantasy football league, but still, if you stay in it for next year, we always have it. We have it in our running thing. We've got three leagues there running uh, and people get very very yeah they get things there's even a pet channel you psychopaths put in like all their pets and shit like that which i just don't do uh the next question uh raging turtle uh, favorite smash bro character um quad you know what do you call the big fucking cunt the you know the like i don't really play many games right but i know uh, splash bro characters you know the big guy with i know the guy in my head hold on bowser bowser Am I right in saying there was a raven called Bowser? I'm going to say this. I'm going to go with Bowser, so I'm going to have to take this back if there was a Bowser that was a raven, but I'm pretty sure there was a, a, a ravens. Yeah, Tizus Bowser. He's still, a, he's still a raven. Oh, right, okay. Jeez, I feel like I, I haven't seen him in ages. Uh, first four weeks of the season. Yeah, Tizus uh, Bowser. Okay, well, I can't take Bowser then if he's a raven. Uh, it's certainly not going to be Link. Because uh, I know this person, let me see, uh, Luigi, nah, Luigi annoys the shit out of me. When it, and now, you know who's ruined Mario for me? And this sounds mental, but Jared Leto. If you've ever seen that fucking goddamn House of Gucci, he does such a poor Ita- Italian kind of like character slash accent that it's genuinely offensive. Like you'd vomit out your fucking face if you read it, watched it. Um, but anyway, I'm going to say, I don't know any of these people. What is going on here? I'm not going to be Link because that little bastard looks shite. This, these aren't Smash Bro characters. What the fuck is going on? Link's not a Smash Bro character. Isn't Link not in like... Oh my god. I'm having an absolute meltdown. I'm having a fucking meltdown. I don't even know. I thought Smash Bros was literally... I'm going to go with Piranha Plant. All right. Is, is Piranha Plant a Smash Bro character? This is now appearing... To me, just like you're asking your dad questions and he's deeply out of his depth and he's just trying to mix stuff up, you know. Or I'm, a di- I'm on a date with someone who's mad into Smash, Super Smash Bros and I'm like uh, trying to lie my way through it. Uh, you know, just like, oh, I don't know, Philip Seymour Hoffman, is he a Smash Bro? I don't really know. Adam Levine? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, but anyway, fuck it. That's enough for this week. I'm go- Next week, I'm going to get it. In the next few weeks, are going to have actual fucking guests on it uh, with recorders. Uh, that this doesn't happen. We've had a cursed start to the season, but thank you all for staying with me, and I'll see you soon. That's all for this week's Clear and Oblivious. Make sure you join us for next week's episode. Join the Patreon and leave us five stars if you've enjoyed. See you soon. <laughs>